Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. This is the social media show. We come in here one hour later on Fridays, uh, noon Eastern Standard Time, and we've got my man, Eric Artel. Guys, do not leave the room. You want to get your notepad and pen together because uh, my good friend and uh, mentor and uh, fellow believer in Christ, Eric Cartel, has over four and a half million followers on uh, TikTok, and he posts some of the best content, the best content in the world uh, throughout YouTube Shorts, TikTok, and Instagram Reels. If you want to laugh, follow him and watch his content. If you want to learn, follow him and watch his content. And if you just want to be a smart, diligent business entrepreneur and owner, follow Eric Cartel and watch his content. Eric Artel, welcome to the social media show. Good morning, guys. Please share the room. One last thing before I hand over the mic to Eric, hit that little share button down there, and I want you to share it in two places. I want you to share it out here in these Clubhouse streets, let people know that we still have the best morning room in all of Clubhouse, and then take one extra step and share it out on uh, Twitter or over on your Instagram story profile so we can pull people off those social media streets that are just out there scrolling around. They don't have a purpose for their day. They're wondering what they're going to do with their day. 
day, and then they see you post something over on Instagram saying pull up to the Breakfast of Champions room. This is the social media show. Thanks for sharing the room, guys. Eric Artel, good morning, man. The mic is yours. What's going on this morning, brother? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good to see you, Nate. Marcus, what's going on, my man? Oh, he just popped out. Giuseppe, come stai tu? Tutto bene? Good to see you, uh, Giuseppe, in here as well. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is Memorial Day weekend. Bro, we are coming into I'm so Day. sorry, Eric. You called my name, and then I accidentally was trying to, like, I got sucked into another space. I don't even know where That's I was. Right. But it's good to hear your voice. And I'm excited for what you're about to put down, man. Go. Y'all better tap in with Eric. If you don't know, you're going to learn today. Back to you, bro. <laughs> okay, it's all good. It's so funny when, like, you see somebody, you say, you're, you're literally saying their name and they disappear. Wouldn't that be strange if that happened in real life? Social audio <laughs> makes things very different. You like you don't mind it in in social life. You're just like, oh, okay, they popped out. But imagine if in real life you're like, uh, hey, Marcus, how's it? And then all of a sudden, you literally disappear. That would be that would be a very strange thing. A little Doctor Strange going on. Good morning, everybody. Listen, I want to talk. We were gonna have possibly have somebody join us to talk uh, about some things that you can do. I love the title of this room. Every single week, we have great titles of the room: the formula for unlocking wealth in 2022 and beyond. I know it's a formula that a lot of people want to have, and we were going to talk about something specific, but he, he's helping somebody move right now, and so uh, he might be joining us soon, and if he does, you're not going to want to miss it because it's going to be talking about some very specific things that, are, that can help you in that journey and that search for unlocking wealth, for unlocking yourself, for being able to center yourself and ground yourself, so hopefully he gets done with the move. Uh, well. I mean, he's doing service for others. And what what better thing can you do than doing service for others? So if he gets in here, that'd be fantastic. Another thing I wanted to talk about today, though, and I wanted this to be participatory. So I know there are a lot of people in here who are listening who maybe cannot participate. But I would love for you to start thinking about, now this is a social media show. You know, we do this for uh, this hour on Friday. We go a couple hours, Monday through Thursday. And... We like to talk about social media. I've been involved in social media for a really long time. I'm the director of, of um, creator development for creators at a company called Collab that does billions of views. Its network does billions of views every month. And I get to help develop creators and talk about their content that they're putting out on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. And I wanted to talk today and, and find out what is keeping you from posting? What is keeping you from making content? There could be a lot of reasons. I run into a lot of reasons. I have, I, I have a lot of reasons personally with, with myself that there are, there are different reasons. But I'd love for you to start thinking about what is keeping you from making content for putting it out there. I mean, we all know we need to put content out there on social media if if we're trying to achieve certain things. We don't all have to, right? I is it isn't it so strange when you have uh you cut you you have a friend, you come across a friend or maybe a family member and you realize they don't post to any social medium? Doesn't that is that does that be is, is that shocking for anyone else when you when that you experience that? I just I've one of my dearest friends I, we were roommates for a long time or well, apartment mates for a long time before we each got married and started families. And, uh, his, his mom, I just recently got a DM from his mom on Instagram and the DM, and I hadn't talked to her for a, for a long time. I hadn't seen her for a while. Maybe last time I saw her was, was maybe when, when this friend of mine got married, uh, a handful of years ago. And I got a DM from her that just out of the blue said something along the lines of, Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm looking at, I'm trying to be accepted into an influencer program or something. Is there, a, you know, can, can I depend, can I lean on you for your support or something like that? And I thought, what in the world? So I sent a DM back and I said, uh, Hey, really great to see you. You're trying to be an influencer now. And then she sent an email or a DM back to me on Instagram and said, uh, LOL. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. And I thought she never, she, this is somebody who's in her seventies would never put LOL in a DM. So then I said something like, 
hey, uh, just, you know, just doing my due diligence. What's the name of your child that I was roommates with? And then crickets. Didn't hear, didn't hear anything back. So then I sent a screenshot of that to my longtime friend. And I said, hey, I think your mom might have gotten hacked. Her Instagram might have gotten hacked. And he messaged me back. He texted me back and he's like, oh, yeah, this has been the worst weekend for her. Uh, he said, I, I hadn't seen any of it because I don't ever go on Instagram. And I thought, what? That's right. This friend of mine, he's never on any social media. He doesn't post on any social medium. And it's just so shocking when you encounter people. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience. Please un, uh, unmute if you've had that experience or if you've recently had an experience with somebody. We'd love to hear you. Happy to have anybody chime in who wants to. But it can be just so shocking sometimes when you come across somebody who just doesn't engage in social media, doesn't, doesn't post on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or wherever it might be. It's just not a part of their life. And oh, some, sometimes part of me just wishes that it was not a part of my life. I don't know if any of you feel the same. I certainly feel the same sometimes where I think, oh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be a simpler world going back to, I, I'm, I'm a lot older than I look. And I know we've got some others who are in here who are a lot older than they look. And, uh, and you know, wouldn't it just be su such a simpler time if you could go back 20, 30 years when people couldn't just call you at any time or text you at any time. But this is the world we live in. We now live in a world of social media. And if you want to accomplish certain things, and I think a lot of us here wants to accomplish certain things, we need to be on social media. We need to be engaging we, on social media. We need to be posting on social media and we need to be engaging with people on social media. So if you're not doing it as much as you want to or as well as you want to, what is stopping you from doing it? What, what are the hesitations? It might be, is it because you just don't think you're creative enough? Or is it you can't think of any ideas? Or is it you think you're not unique enough? Other people have done it. Or is it you don't think you have information to give? You can't think of information to give. What is keeping you from more as consistently as you feel like you should or want to? What's keeping you from posting a reel or a TikTok? or a short on YouTube, or a YouTube video, or a post, a picture. What is keeping you from doing that? So does anybody have anything they like? Is, is anybody courageous enough to, uh, to share what they feel like is keeping them from posting on a regular basis? Please feel free, unmute. Hey, hey. Eric, it's Jude. How are you? Jude, Jude, I, you know, it would be shocking. I know to people, <laughs> but do you remember the days when you didn't, when you weren't so accessible? And when I was what? Media. When, when social media just was not around and it was just less of a stressful time. Oh yeah. Remember, well, listen, listen, I think for all of us, you know, I can remember in, in, in 1999, uh, and I was ordering a lot of books on Amazon.com because I had forbidden myself to go into an, I've just said no more bookstores because I keep buying books that I haven't read. But then Amazon came and I could start ordering books and I remember without going into a bookstore. And I remember saying to my, my team at the time, I said, you know, we have met Big Brother and it's the internet. <laughs> and little did I know how the world would be today, you know, when I said that. So yes, I do remember Eric. But, you know, back to your question, and first of all, nice to see you. You were one of the first people when I when I got on to uh, Clubhouse who reached out to me. And I think I, I think it was about, I don't know what it was about, but anyway, it was a very nice message. And I really appreciated it because I talked about my vulnerability, even though I spent a whole my whole career in front of TV cameras and studio audiences. Uh, so it, that's not the issue, being on camera. That is not the issue. Knowing, and I'm, and I'm much better, Eric, than I used to be. I had 56 followers, everybody, when I got on Instagram, and I'm working towards, I'm, I'm moving towards 2,000 now. I know that's no great shakes uh, for those of you who have thousands and thousands, but 
you know, it's better than I had. And so, but I really am getting more into it because I don't, I still don't know the strategy of everything, Eric. So it's great to be in this vulnerable, vulnerable position and learn from people like you, who is just an expert at this. But one of the reasons that I have not gotten on TikTok yet, and by the way, P.S., our video producer talked to me three years ago about getting on TikTok. And I said, well, yes, I can dance up a storm and I can do hula hoops and I can do all these things. But I said, I don't know what the purpose of it is for my business. And I know now, three years, fast forward, that a lot of businesses are on TikTok. I just don't think I have a good strategy for it. And so that's why I haven't been on TikTok in particular. Uh, that is a great comment, Jude. And thank you. Yeah, I, I do. I think it was about Larry King, to be honest. I think oh, that's yes, it was Larry connected. King. Yes, because yes. I had a picture of Larry King, and I think I was on stage talking about him, about what yes. a good listener he was or what a good you – know, no, I think it was curiosity. I think that's what we were talking about. Larry yes. had more curiosity. That was the key to his success, everybody. He just was so, so curious. And then, you know, in the previous uh, Breakfast with Champions this morning, just before your show, Eric, uh, they were talking about, you know, being, being who you are on stage or on camera, being the same off. And Larry was. He was, and Regis said that too. They, you know, that's why they had such longevity. Everyone, you know, star power. They, they had. I think Larry had more than 50 years in broadcasting, as did Regis. And because they were the same people, off camera as they were on camera. And wow, is that a gift? Uh, and and they both, as well, you know, their their careers speak for itself. But yes, that's that's what it was about. You're right. Yeah, and I, you know, just as a as a, a side tangent, then we'll get back to what you're talking about, Jude. I. Just bringing that up again, because I, I know we have a lot of people here who maybe are podcasters or who, who interview people. Um, and like you were saying, you know, Larry, she's she knew Larry. I I intimately knew his family and knew Larry, and he was very much. I mean, if he ever came across as being a little <laughs> salty on camera, direct. I mean, that's the way he was. Too, he's a very kind, loving man, though, too. And uh, but yes, that curiosity. It was so interesting he, when he would do interviews. And this is a really interesting uh, thing to think about. He very rarely had any sort of agenda at all when he was doing an interview. He just really wanted to get to, to the information and, and find out some interesting nuggets. And a lot of it's re that's really hard for people to do. It's very hard for people to go into an interview with, uh, with, an objective friend. Now he had very strong opinions. He had very, very strong opinions about things, but when interviewing so often, almost all the time, he did an amazing job of not having an agenda and just letting, asking those right questions with curiosity to find out what made someone tick and what they were all about. And it was, I mean, it was a, it, anytime you watch one of those interviews, it was a, a masterclass in, getting to getting the bottom of what made people well, tick without any judgment so seldom would he show any opinion on what they were doing it was really interesting yeah that's a very good observation too you know for interviewing because i get i get asked a lot in fact we're doing some um some product um for how to interview how to be a good interview and how to interview well and larry by the way that's such a good point you just made eric that <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me he was not judgmental. And people used to say some of his critics um, who were not on air for 50 years <laughs> would say um, that he would fawn over his guest. Well, he wasn't there to be 60 minutes. So the clarity was there for Larry. He knew who he was, what his role was. And it was the same thing when I was on television on, and my morning show. My, I had a good morning show like, like Regis and, and Kelly had and like Kelly and Ryan have now. It was a morning show. And it was, so they wanted me to be clear that I was inviting someone into my my living room or I was having breakfast with them every morning because it was a morning show. And so you're not there to be judgmental. You're not there to have an editorial opinion. And Larry was so good at that. But but his number one was he was a great listener. And one of the quotes, I think it might be on my Instagram, I'm not sure, but he, he would say that that he, he said, I already, when I get up in the morning, I already know what I know. So if I don't ask questions, I'm not going to learn anything today. I may be maligning that quote, but it's similar to that. And that's a really great way, I think, to approach life because I think we can all learn from everybody all the time. And that was Larry's philosophy. So, yes. Oh, my it's, it's goodness. It's kind of fun to reminisce on this, by the way. It is. I, and I absolutely love, love that concept. I mean, how often do, do any of us wake up in the morning and think, you know, and I, and I feel like because of, this, uh, because of this focus on wanting to create content, we focus on this idea of we need to impart our knowledge to others. We need to impart our wisdom on others. 
or we need to share with others. But how often do we wake up in the morning and think that? Think, you know, I know what I know, so I want to find something else out new today. What What a great mindset to have. Well, that's what that's what's kind of kept me from doing social media in the beginning because I just couldn't figure out any strategy with it. That I've already seen myself on camera for years and on stages for years, and and I've watched myself from time to time just to critique myself because I know I can always improve. And so I do watch my work from time to time. But I thought, why do I want to do this? So I never really figured out the strategy. And I'm getting closer, Eric, just from listening to experts such as yourself and being on Clubhouse, and much is why I am posting more. And, but I, with TikTok, I still don't know that a strategy for me. My clientele, by the way, is, is executives. I work in a lot of C-suite. We, a CFO is made CEO. I will go in and work with that transition so they can talk to analysts, media, dress the part, uh, work with boards and everything, and then to prepare them for keynote speeches and, to, and, and to interact with other um, top leaders. So that's part of our work. And then we work with entrepreneurs, Kobe, the collaboration of brilliant entrepreneurs. So I have more of a a business audience, if you will, meaning that it, it is some C-suite. So I really didn't know what I could be posting on, on TikTok, and, and that would that would be a strategy. That's So that would be my question, I guess. Or maybe that's just my vulnerability to you, Eric, but that's kind of what I – that's why, when you ask the question why. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that vulnerability, Jude. And, and let's just talk about – I'd love to address it for a second because – there's there it's so interesting hearing hearing you talk about that because like you said you know three years ago you were like oh well i can do dances that you know i can i can dance i can do the hula hoop da, 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 da. And, and does that work on tiktok yes obviously still it still is extremely popular on tiktok but there's that uh there's a there's still even if it's a subconscious for people thought in their mind or or hesitation thinking the people I want to reach are not on TikTok probably and I would say they probably actually are and maybe don't even want to admit it <laughs> so that's the first thing that I would say uh, there are plenty of CFOs CEOs COOs that I know that that consume TikTok that are on TikTok now uh, all ages all all employment levels, so many people are on TikTok. And if they're not on TikTok, by the way, they still use things like Google. And what comes up in Google searches now? TikToks. So TikTok is, has become this, I mean, what just, I don't know if we talked about this, but um, what just happened, uh, uh, I think it was two or three weeks ago, Jack Dorsey, right? Jack Dorsey, Two or three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, he was the right the CEO of Twitter. Um, he, the, sort of that en en enigmatic man, um, he said his one regret. Does anyone know what he said about his one regret? Regret with Twitter. Anybody here know? Anybody see that quote? His one regret. He publicly said about Twitter. Too many. And, I don't think this is it, but too many bots, too many fake accounts. Nope, that's Elon. Right, that's, that's Elon getting on that, uh, which I love. By the way, I love his crusade about bots and fake accounts for Twitter. What what, what is his one? His anybody else want to have a guess as to what Jack Dorsey said? His one regret with Twitter. Don't look it up. Nobody's allowed to look it up. Anybody else? But that was a great guess, Nate. Great guess. But that that was not it. Um, he said his one regret with Twitter was shutting down Vine. Because Twitter bought Vine. What was Vine? If nobody remembers or if people don't remember, Vine was essentially the precursor to Musical.ly slash TikTok slash every short form video uh, application today. Vine did it first. Six second looping short videos in a square format, which still is like, I love the square format. But Vine and, and created millionaires out of content creators on Vine. Viners, I know a lot of them. And uh, and they laugh all the way to the bank, but that's where Logan, Logan Paul got his start, right? That is where Logan Paul did. Yep. Um, you can even, if you want to look look up behind the vine uh, on YouTube. If you ever want to have a fun time, look up behind the vine. You can see me doing fun interviews with viners, um, but including Logan Paul. That's where Logan Paul got his start. Vine was uh, was was this amazing app, and Twitter bought it, and it was costing them a ton of money just to run the servers to keep Vine going. And so Twitter finally, Twitter shut it down. 
And I'm sure Jack Dorsey now, oh, I mean, he's like sold his stake and stuff like that. But you can imagine that he and others involved in that and Twitter, people at Twitter, look at what TikTok has become. And TikTok could easily have not become what it became. Musical.ly had problems. It had a lot of issues and it had a lot of growing pains. Musical.ly was, was bought by the Chinese company that now, uh, by ByteDance and, uh, and it became TikTok. They changed it to TikTok. But, uh, but that could have shut down before giving itself a chance to really, and now look at what TikTok's become. It has become, TikTok is now the main sponsor of the largest social media convention that's happening in a few weeks called VidCon in, in California, in Los Angeles area, in Anaheim, Anaheim Convention Center, VidCon. YouTube for years had been the main sponsor, had been the, the, the key, whatever it's called, now it's TikTok. And that could have been fine. So Jack Dorsey uh, just has that regret. The one regret he had with Twitter is uh, shutting down Vine. So I just bring that up, uh, Jude and, and others who are here listening, I just bring that up because TikTok is, is king in a lot of different ways has is becoming king in a lot of different ways and many people are on it and if they're not and if they're not on it their employees are on it their assistants are on it their executive assistants are on it so you you i i don't think there's anybody could ever talk to me i'm not saying to you that you're saying this but i'm, I'm sure there are some people who think it's not worth being on TikTok. that like my clientele or or whatever is not on there i have yet to hear about, and I consult with a lot of people, I've yet to hear about any industry or, uh, or um, what is it called, uh, bucket of, of type of in- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Industry, where I would say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. those people probably aren't, aren't on TikTok. You, you probably don't have uh, a target audience on TikTok. Everybody's got a target audience on TikTok. So that's the first thing that I would say. The second thing, second thing Jude, and I think this would be great for anybody else, is um, another great thing for TikTok, since we're talking specifically about TikTok, is education, learning on TikTok. The, the hashtag learn on TikTok has been heavily promoted by TikTok. People love to learn on TikTok. And so if, and I know we were just talking, Jude, about the idea of um, Larry King talking about how he, he already knows what he knows, so he wants to learn new things. Well. Uh, other people love learning new things. And so imparting any kind of wisdom on TikTok can do amazing things. So even that, Jude, even that Larry King quote, no matter how we butchered it, we don't, you don't even have to quote it perfectly. Even that nugget of wisdom could be a TikTok. Literally you with some, you don't even have to say it, just have music in the back have music playing and the text on screen and you smiling and pointing at the text. It literally can just be that. People love to learn things on TikTok. And, uh, and you have an amazing amount of knowledge of things to share. And you don't have to, with your TikTok account, you don't have to, it's different than a YouTube account. A YouTube account, you have to be much more mindful about consistency, of content, not quality of content, but I'm talking about theme of content. YouTube, you have to be much more careful about providing a consistent topic because people subscribe to your channel and they, and, and they get notified when you post and they want to see the stuff that they fell in love with you for and that they subscribe to you for. Subs subscribing is a, is, is a much more sort of powerful thing on YouTube. Following on TikTok is a less powerful thing. That's why people can have tons of followers and um, it's and and there can be viral videos. And so you don't have to worry so much about keeping a consistent theme to your channel as much as you need to for an account like, to, like YouTube. Uh, so 
the beauty of that on TikTok, it can be frustrating on one hand, but the beauty of that. So for you, Jude, and for anyone else who, who is thinking about this, and again, thanks for Jude for sharing. The beauty about that is, is you can throw a lot of stuff on the wall. And if it sticks, great. If it doesn't, fine, just go on to the next one. So you can share interesting public speaking tips. You can share interesting interviewing tips. You can share uh, X, Y, or Z. You can do a hula hoop uh, video if you want. You can, you can share a lot of that stuff and just see what sticks and hits and you'll find certain audiences. Uh, so so th hopefully that takes some of the pressure off because people think like, I need a TikTok strategy. Nope, not necessarily. You need a YouTube strategy, yes. But a TikTok strategy, not as much. You can, you can throw a lot of stuff on the wall and see what sticks on TikTok and it allows you to have more fun and, uh, and see what happens and not worry so much about the engagement of certain videos. You, if you post a video on TikTok that's that's an educational video and it doesn't do well, don't let that discourage you from doing another one because the algorithm is crazy. It's it's nuts. It uh, certain videos become really popular and others don't, and there's a lot of times no rhyme or reason. Weren't they recently going uh, pushing more educational stuff? Like how is that going? Like more more uh, education tips, things like that. Or is it still heavy on pushing the humor? Oh, no. Oh, edu or, they love or both. education. They've, yeah, they've, for, for the last a year and a half to two years, they love education. Yep. Yeah, they love education. There's a, there's a popular hashtag, learn on TikTok, uh, that, that they, for a while, I think, I, I think there, if there are any TikTok employees here, you can, you can uh, let me know if this is true or not. Um, but I think that they were, they were uh, lifting it up putting that in front of more people's eyes, educational content, but they still love educational content. And why? Because they want to be that app that you go to for what you need. And I, I think I shared, man, I think I shared this before, but I'm gonna share this again because I just did it again this week, by the way. Got a steak, I bought some steaks and I favorited a steak TikTok cooking tutorial. It's a minute long TikTok. It's a guy showing how he makes a filet mignon. It's a it's a really fast paced. It's a great it tutorial on how to cook a steak. And I liked that TikTok. And just again this week, I just bought some more steaks. And I whipped out the steaks, whipped out my phone, went to my TikTok account went to my liked TikToks, so I knew it'd be, it would be there and uh, scrubbed through it so I could make sure I was getting steps right. Learning on TikTok. And that's something people used to do on YouTube, but you know what? YouTube is a harder platform to do this. It was so easy. And that is what TikTok wants. I mean, I did exactly what, exactly one of the things that TikTok wants is for that to be. And, um, and also, by the way, the way I found that TikTok, because I knew it, I knew there were TikToks like that that existed. The first time that I did it, Nate, is is I went to Google. I Googled the phrase making steak tutorial on TikTok. And I ignored all the YouTube videos that, that might pop up. And Google wants you to watch YouTube videos. But Google, you know, has to still be able to do this. And one of the one of the first ones that came up was a TikTok. You know, the link to the TikTok. Click on that link, opens up my app. There's that TikTok, and I'm like, "Yep, this is one of the. Uh, this might not be the exact one I wanted, but this is what I wanted." And I now use that as my steak cooking tutorial. Sorry, Google, but I found you through Google. So, uh, you know, as we go to Nate, Our, Nate uh, that man, you just raised up an interesting thing. Um, so when people do searches, TikToks are showing up on Google, or is it usually only when you add TikTok in there to let Google know you're looking for a TikTok I, video? That would be an interesting experiment. I would think you would have to put in the word TikTok because I would think, but maybe not. They might not have that. I, mean, I don't know if anybody's at a computer, but maybe give that a test test run to uh, search for like something. I would think you probably have to put TikTok in the search term because they would, pro if I were Google, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to put TikToks up at the top of the search. If you're not, if you don't specify, I'm going to put my YouTube videos because that's where we're making our money. Um, but it's still, 
so that's a great that's a great question. And if anyone is able to do that test, go ahead, go ahead and do it, because uh, but that should be even more motivational for you to making educational content. So like again, Nate, you know, we've been talking forever about this side hustle of of poker, learning poker. I don't know how many I, I don't know how many learning poker people there are on TikTok, but Nate's you've got a great eye for content. You've got a great eye for our artistry, and uh, and interesting way to, to way to do stuff and you know, if, if people come across stuff like that, and then they're searching for it, if you're coming up in searches, boy, that is a, that is a wonderful position to be in. So thanks dude for, for helping kick off that, that uh, conversation about that. And, but that's a great concern. I mean, that's, it's a great, that is a hesitation where people are like, you know what, yeah, I'm trying to get this strategy together. And I just don't, don't quite know what to put out there. Um, and the other thing, the other great tip I would say when it comes to if you just aren't sure what to put out there um, is a look at your competition, right? Look at, look at your competition. Do a simple search uh, to that point. Go to, go to Google. And if you're in the real estate industry, go to Google. Put in the search terms on Google. Put real estate TikTok. And then to see what comes up and see if you see some really popular TikToks that are in the real estate industry and look at that TikTok. And Giuseppe, I'm looking at you because you're in the real estate industry, real estate investing. And so go, go to, you know, go to that, go to do that search and look at those TikToks and go, oh, okay, this is what this popular TikTok is doing. How can I now model myself after them because we've talked about this a lot before. I'm an enormous proponent of this, the idea of modeling, 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 modeling. Anything that you enjoy, anything that you love consuming, anything you've seen online, on the internet, uh, any TV show, any movie you've seen, 99% of the time, it's not original. In other words, it the, the, the nut core of the idea is not original because it's been modeled after something else. Any favorite comedian, you know, there's, they've, they've, they've been, they model, everything models on something else that has been successful. Now, yes, are there original ideas? Yes. Are there, are there these flash in the pan or these, these lightnings in a bottle? Yes. Yes. But you, oftentimes it's only because they've added something new to something that's already been there. So, don't hesitate. That would be that would be another point I think I'd bring up is is this idea of modeling, model, model, con model your content after what's been successful. That is what all the greats, all the creative greats in history do, is they model. I mean, think of all the great composers in history. I I was in a I was in a class. Um. I was in a music class at college and I've never forgotten this. I was in a music class in college. It was like one of those class, it was like one of those history of music classes, right? And, and uh, it goes through all of the you know, Gregorian chant and, and uh, goes on through the Baroque and the Romantic period, all, you know, through the musical periods. And during, during class one time, it was in this little auditorium and there's some guy, some student, who was lounging in his auditor in his auditorium seat, and he wanted to be, be a little bit of a punk, and so he said to the teacher who was down, who was on the stage, he's like, he, he, we were talking about forms, about the form of music, um, or the sequence of music. I can't remember exactly what 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 to call it right now, but but how music is made, how a song is created, you know, like A B A B A B, or A B B A you know, in terms of like theme and, and how the, the tunes go. I can't remember all the right words, but he said, uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, we were, I think we we're talking about like Beethoven or something like that or Handel. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but like, you know, what about Hendrix? I mean, that guy, that guy was doing something unique. He was doing something new or, or whatever. And the teacher, it was awesome. It's just like, oh, well actually goes and sits down at the piano. And he starts playing a Hendrix song on the a Jimi Hendrix song on the piano. It was like Purple Rain or something like that. And pointed out how 
that Jimi Hendrix song followed the same form that I think it was a Beethoven, that Beethoven embraced. It was amazing. And it kind of, kind of shut the guy up because the guy wanted to be a little bit of a punk, but it was amazing showing how, no, Hendrix was not as, he was not as unique as you, as you might think he was. He was just following a formula that's been used over the centuries for popular music for listeners. And it was, it was fascinating. So I just bring that up because of this idea of modeling, model, model your content after what's been successful before, and then just, and then personalize it. I mean, that's obviously what Hendrix did and what other great musicians do. They model and then they personalize. Um, and so, so to that point, Nate, about making searches, if you want to make TikToks about something, about a certain topic, Google it, Google the topic, put TikTok in the, in that search as well. Look to see what TikToks come up and then think, how can I, how can I model what I want to do after that? Cause you are yourself. You are your own person. You are unique. You are unique enough. You are unique enough. Your business is unique enough. You can add or subtract from things like that. So I, I'm not saying copy it. I'm not saying copy it. I just want to, I just want to make that clear. We never tell creators and never tell creators to copy something, but use it as inspiration, model it after what's been successful before. I mean, we've talked about this. Another reason why in Hollywood, like you'll see all of a sudden a whole slew of, of movies come out that are all about the same topic made by different studios and different directors because <laughs> like oh this is the this is the taste du jour for audiences we better make one as well that's uh it's just really it's really fun and funny um, Eric, go ahead, Jude. Jude. i'm gonna pop off but i want to say because i've got an appointment in santa monica uh, but i want to say to you thank you so much you know you mentioned about inspiration or something just a second ago with Nate and you, you use the word inspiration and that's what I want to say you are an inspiration uh, to me and I'm sure everyone else who's listening here today and I and you're in LA as I recall is that right yes I am well if when I get on my TikTok roll I'll take us to lunch and we'll celebrate because it'll be, be with your inspiration and Tom and Nate's and uh, Tom Challen so we'll we'll do that that'd be great but I do want to just let's say one thing to you that I don't know whether you saw this or anyone saw this article in the in the Wall Street Journal. It was over the weekend on the 14th and 15th, and I saved it. And I guess I must have saved it for you because I could put my hands right on it this morning. And it said, um, can TikTok keep users hooked? If the sun is setting on Facebook, then TikTok is dancing in the moonlight. And they talked about how we have a short, you know, it's a really good article, but here's the kicker too on this one. TikTok average monthly active users, 1.50 billion users. Crazy. La-di-da. Crazy. Isn't that wild? So if you get active. a chance, uh, but I'm keeping this article because it's a really good article. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Eric. And one other question, consistency on TikTok. That's one thing I didn't hear you talk about yet, but you probably will. Yes, and thank you for sharing that, Jude. Um, that, that is phenomenal. Active users. Now, of course, I mean, is there anybody auditing that? <laughs> we don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, uh, but still, think of that number. Act, and and they, they qualify it as active users. And there's probably some qualification like open the app within the last month or within the last week or something like that, I'm sure. But that is a, that is a mind blowing number. And, uh, and that's, I mean, that's why you want to be there. That's why you want to be there. Now consistency, it's a great question. We, we, it's become sort of the TikTok hour here, but consistency on TikTok, is it important? Uh, yes. Is it as important on, as on other apps? No. Uh, they, they profess that their algorithm treats things a little differently. They, each piece of content is treated as its own unique piece of content. The, the number of followers should not influence, will, will most likely not influence how well your videos do usually. Um, and so I, I would say for consistency sake, for your own sake, be consistent because then you feel like you're accomplishing something. Be as consistent as you can be whether that is once a, once a week, once a month, twice a week, 
twice a month, whatever it might be, be as consistent as you feel you can be. Interestingly, there have been some uh, anecdotal studies of very popular TikTokers, people who have who are doing really well right now. And on average, they're only posting three to five times. The ones who are doing really well, a lot of them are only posting three to five times a week. So, which is not a lot in the TikTok world anymore. There, there are people who post eight times a day on TikToks. So three to five times a week, uh, that could be a sweet spot. But again, TikTok professes that that shouldn't matter. Whereas an app like YouTube, a platform like YouTube, professes that that does matter. So we should probably listen to the listen to the platform. And, uh, and they, they, I mean, they, they want you to be consistent, but they profess that it doesn't affect your engagement. Whereas something like YouTube does profess that it affects your engagement. So I would, I would say that it's really more for yourself and for your well being and, and how you feel about what you're doing and feeling like you're being, being productive. And I mean, in some respects, I think the more the merrier. I mean, get stuff out there. If you really want to try to get stuff out there, get it out there. And uh, and if certain videos don't do well, it's not going to hurt how other videos do. Whereas on some other platforms, that is the case. But on TikTok, they profess that it is not. So hopefully that answers the question. I know it's not. People always want to hear like, exactly how often should I post? It's really, post as often as you can, as you feel good about. So you're not going to, you're not going to burn yourself out. That's that's my favorite answer for something like TikTok, at least. Thank you, Eric. Back to you from Jude. Talk soon. Thanks, Thank Jude. you. Uh, but it, no, it's a great question. Does anybody else have any other questions? Let me. Let, I, I don't fail to mention the link that is in the room right now uh, is uh, about entrepreneurship. Um, I something that I've been doing for decades, literally is teaching improvisation and improvisational tools. And a lot of people equate improv and improvisation. People equate that to whose line is it anyway, right? They think goofy, funny, crazy, silly, uh, making stuff up on the spot just to make people laugh. Yes, improvisation is used for that. Yes, when you go to see an improv show, it's likely going to be to try to make you laugh. Yes, that that is true that improv is used for that. That is not what improvisation is, however. Improvisation is the art of creating, the art of learning how to create, the art and the skills that you grow in being more creative, being more confident, overcoming fears, being able to work with others better, being more of a team player. That is what improvisation is. And it's used for other things. It's used often to be goofy and funny and silly. But at its core, at its essence, improvisation teaches skills that you can, that you can learn on your own. Uh, after, after learning what they are, then you can, you can practice them on your own that are critical for also for entrepreneurs. Now I teach improv and my partner, we teach improv to actors and writers and um, for that idea of entertainment and creative entertainment. But we also teach improv for entrepreneurs because we teach certain skills within improvisation that are critical for those traits that you need as an entrepreneur and as a leader. So we love to do free workshops. If you haven't attended one before, click the link in the room stick your name on there. We try to schedule them to try to accommodate as many people's schedules as possible. We have dozens of people uh, that are on the list right now. We would love to make that hundreds of people, but we do have dozens of people that are on the list right now for our next one. And if you haven't got an email yet, check your junk mail folder, but go ahead and put your name on there again if you have already. Uh, well, you don't need to, but go ahead and do it anyway to explore this amazing world. And it's, we, we love to do a little free workshop. It's like an hour long workshop where, where we dive into just a couple of these skills for entrepreneurs because, and they're not, by the way, we, this is a social media show hour. So 
it's skills for you as an entrepreneur, but the, they are also skills for you as a content creator, for your creativity, for your social media. Improv, without improv, I never would have, I never would have been able to achieve quote unquote, the success that I've had on social media or as an actor myself. So click that link, stick your name in there. Happy to have you join us if you'd like to join us. Um, we love meeting people in real life as opposed to just seeing them in clubhouse avatars, these static clubhouse. Don't you wish, well, you know what would be a great update for clubhouse is the, uh, the, the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter update. In other words, when you unmute your profile picture, your mouth starts moving as if you're talking. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> like a little face capture, uh, face scan or something like that. That, that would be an amazing update to Clubhouse. If anybody has the ear of Clubhouse developers, then, uh, then let them know that would be an incredible update. You could then watch the mouth move of, of the profile picture. So we would feel a little bit more connected, but it's, it's amazing the connections that we can make. So click that link that's in the room link, improvwizards.com. Uh, but there's a specific link there for putting your name in there and, and uh, come join us for a fun free Zoom where you'll learn a little bit uh, of these amazing skills that you can learn, which will also help you in your social media content creation because this is the social media show hour. Anybody else want to share about, about any blocks that they're having? Marcella, hello. Yes. Wonderful to see Hi, you. Eric. Yes, How hello, are hello. You doing? I am doing well. I hope you can hear me. I'm actually on the road to Prague to meet fans and TikTokers over 40. Amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad you're talking about TikTok. It is so important, Eric, that you are speaking to entrepreneurs about this platform. Thank you so much. And I I just want to say that the only thing I regret is that I was not on it while it was already uh, yet uh, musical, musically, because my daughter has been already using it and I did not. And being like, just like you said, silly, goofy and funny, that's what I have been for a year on TikTok <laughs> at, my, at my age after 40. And believe it or not, even in a small country like in Czech Republic, you don't even have to have 100,000 followers and you can get fame, you can get a lot of friends, you can get new opportunities. So I encourage everybody, no matter what you do, what business you have, get on TikTok. And if you can figure out the education part, that's the key because not everybody can be silly, funny, goofy. Uh, so I would really encourage the uh, education with some type of light sense of being funny. And that's what Eric can teach you. So yeah, that's my share. And <laughs> uh, if, if, if I will make it this year to US, I'm gonna be flying there in mid, uh, mid uh, June with my daughter. I would love to meet some TikTokers or Clubhouse people. If you are anybody in Miami or Atlanta area, not sure if we can make it to LA, but would love to keep with you guys. Thank you so much. Back to you, Eric. I will pay attention. I'm already in Prague. <laughs> awesome. Look at this. Across the globe, we're able to do on Clubhouse. It's just so, uh, it's so fun. It's so, so amazing. I love it. Well, great to hear you, Marcella. And I, I love your points as well. Uh, yeah, that, that education, if, if you learn just to add a little bit of fun, add a little bit of fun or a little bit of spice. It doesn't even need to be funny. Just add a little bit of your own spice to it. Um, I, I, I remember, and maybe this is funny, but I remember talking to somebody who was a barbecue, a, a, a grill master, a pit grill master and um he also loved to dance and and i was like oh my goodness you have the most amazing opportunity to just do TikToks or short form videos of you dancing while you're grilling and you'd be known as like the the dancing grill master um but just adding adding a little bit of your own spice to whatever it is that you're doing and and it can be humor like marcel was talking about it it can be humor. It doesn't have to be humor, right? It can it can be a, a wow factor. It can be um, 
it could be something, I mean, something sometimes what you think might not be humor, people will find humorous, which is great, by the way. And hopefully, if anyone here who is listening, who's here, if you have any hesitations about doing something that somebody will find funny when you don't intend to, for it to be funny, I would just strongly encourage you to to embrace and love it if someone finds something funny that you did not intend to be funny. To not be offended by it, but instead to embrace it. Because people love that sort of stuff. And you can even have like, uh, you can even have um, fake horror at it or whatever. People love self-deprecation. People love when people make fun of themselves or 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 are able to laugh at themselves. So, because uh, I've known people who have gotten just kind of offended when followers found something funny that they did not intend to be funny, but instead, oh man, embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. It's a it's it's a gift, and then lean into it. Just totally lean into it with your uh, content. Anybody, before before our time is up, anybody else have anything uh, that they want to ask or anything that they want to share? If you want to raise hands and we can get you, on, get you on up here, feel free to raise your hands. I know people are, maybe are just sitting, chilling and listening and don't want to unmute. But anybody else have anything else that they want to ask or share before we, uh, we wrap this up and hand it back on over to Nate? Go ahead and unmute if you do. But if not, then I think we're going to hand it on over to you, Nate. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Um, and again, there's that link up there. Click on it if you want to learn some really great skills that are going to help you not just as an entrepreneur, but also in life and also as a content creator and for your social media skills. Then learn some skills. We're going to teach you some skills for for free. And it's just a fun Zoom where you don't even have to have your camera on. You won't even have to have your camera on. So no worries for that. Click that link up. Uh, just stick your name in there. and We'll we'll be getting in contact with you. I'll be getting in contact with you. Well, have a hey, great Eric, weekend, everybody. Yes. Hi, Eric. It's Sally. Hello, Sally. How are <laughs> it you? It kept showing. I'm good. I'm going through the Oh no, Sally, you're Matrix. You're Matrix. Oh no. Matrix Sally, Matrix Sally. Sally, I want to hear so badly what you have to say because I love hearing you talk. But you're Matrixed. You're in the Matrix. Still? Yep. Yeah, okay, we just heard this. There we go. Okay, now you're not. Now you're not. Better? Is that better? Yes, that is better. Oh yes. Okay. Am I? Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm in Malibu Canyon, so it's probably gonna cut out again. But um, I just want to say, are you still in LA? I am. I am still in LA. You. You better believe I am. Or do you live here? I. Yeah, I live. In, I well, I live in the. I. I live uh, north of LA, but I. Yes, in Los Angeles County. Yes. Okay. So a short, right, a short cool. drive from LA. A, a twenty-minute drive from LA. Okay, I'm gonna send you um, an invite to an event. It's hard for me when I back chat. A lot of people don't see it or whatever. What's the best way to get a hold of you? DM or back chat? Uh, DM. DM would be great. Okay, I'm gonna DM you. I have an event I'm doing with my friend Tim Story um, on June 4th. I don't know if you're in town or not, but I'd love to invite you to come. Please invite me to uh, hang out with us. I will. I will. So I love what you're. I love all the stuff that you're talking about right now. I came in a little bit late, but I always love when you're here. Um, so are you, are we, are you shutting down? Is I think, over? yeah, I think it's, I, I think like it's over. I think it's over, but it's awesome. And the little Malibu Canyon, if nobody's been to Malibu Canyon, you got to go because it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. The boo, as we, do, <laughs> as they used to call it. It's I don't think anybody calls it the boo. It's beautiful. <laughs> the boo is it's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> the boo so is the Malibu. I love it. That's awesome. But What's yes, up, it'd be Nate? awesome to connect, Sally. Yes, awesome I will. I will DM you, and I think I'm seeing Nate next weekend as well, right, Nate? Let's go, Vegas. Vegas Let's time in one more week. 
I'm going to be with you on Saturday the 4th during the day, and then I'm going to be back in L.A. for the nighttime event. Jet setter? That's what I was about to say. Jet setting all (laughs) over the globe. Jet setter? I love it. (laughs) Come on. That is awesome. Come on now. I don't play. Let's go. Ain't no no playing. Ain't no playing when there's work to be done. That's right. Well, awesome. Well, it would be great to connect, Sally. uh, Definitely. I'll send you a DM. Awesome. Um, Well, everybody, Nate, everybody have a wonderful, if you are here in the States, have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. And uh, and also enjoy not only the fun that you can have, during Memorial Day weekend, but take a moment, take a moment and think about why it's Memorial Day weekend and in memory of those who have sacrificed all. It's uh, it is a, a, a very, very important thing to do is to take a moment and think about that as well and uh, and send your love and appreciation to those who put themselves in position to sacrifice all for us and for our freedoms. All right, Nate, I'm going to hand it back on over to you, my man. So uh, thanks, everybody. And thanks, Eric. And we can chat on the backs. Eric, get your butt over to Vegas uh, sometime soon, too. But uh, if not, I guess I'll have to come over there and hang out with you and Sally in L.A. But, uh, guys, we're going to shut it down here in a few seconds. This is a social media show. If you just joined us, if you uh, haven't been a part of the social media show, we're here each weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific West Coast Time. And uh, we're here to bring you different social media tips, strategies, ideas, and just get some creativity juices flowing inside that head of yours so you can go out and create content to inspire and impact the world. And uh, we, we're, we'll be back Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern with Marcus Black and Ashley Faye Brandstetter. They come in here and get us started off with some mindset tips. Uh, we call it Mindset and Marketing Monday. Ashley and Marcus get us started off with some powerful mindset tips and some some. Uh, just ideas to help you break some false belief patterns or, or uh, just make change in your life, break some of those. Uh, maybe you're stuck. So Monday is a great uh, place to get started and uh, just kind of, you know, change your thoughts. Thoughts become things and it all starts with uh, controlling our thoughts. So anyway, and then I get in and uh, start talking marketing, marketing strategy and all things marketing to help your business go to the next level. And then throughout the week, we have tips and tricks and strategies Tuesday. Tuesday, we do short form uh, video Tuesday with Tom Challen, and uh, we come in and, and give other social media tips. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, more social media tips, tricks, strategies, marketing, all things social media. Of course, it's the social media show. So with that said, guys, but the Breakfast with Champions will be back here in the morning, Saturday at 5 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we always, we don't skip a beat six days a week, 5 a.m. Eastern with education, motivation, and inspiration with a, a great lineup of champions, world changers, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, business owners that are making a difference. And they come in here and uh, share free value every day at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So start your morning off right here, guys. Whether, whatever you're doing in the morning, if you got 10, 15 minutes, spend it with Breakfast with Champions, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, scrambling your eggs, driving to work. Start your morning off with Breakfast with Champions and tell some other people about it as well. We've got a podcast breakfastwithchampions.live you can find a link to it or you can just do a search for breakfast with champions and uh, we have several episodes on there that you'll see marked as the social media show so if you missed any any of the previous social media shows jump over there and give it a listen when next time you're driving or or uh, hanging out at the house turn the news off and uh, go listen to the breakfast with champions podcast but anyway no more announcements guys you guys enjoy your weekend like eric said happy memorial day and uh, i'll be back in vegas sunday uh, for the Level Up You event coming up next weekend. And uh, so if you're anywhere near Vegas and you want to go to a uh, epic event uh, the weekend of June 3rd through 5th, June 3rd through 5th in Las Vegas, hit me up, hit me up. I've got a discount code. Hit me up and say Vegas, and uh, we'll get you out there for the Level Up You event. We're going to be talking all – we're going to – we have uh, – Becca and uh, Rachel have about 20 different – 20 to 25 speakers lined up to share content creation strategies, social media strategies, uh, all kinds of different business tips and uh, just getting around people that are making things happen. And uh, But most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun in Vegas. We've got several uh, uh, events and excursions uh, lined up, including hiking, walking the strip, uh, going to the Selfie Museum, uh, red carpet at the event where you can get professional photos and uh, videography work done. We're going to have a lot of fun in Vegas. So if you want to attend an event, 
of course, you know, uh, uh, I'm big uh, on Embrace Your Ambition. Those, These are the two events to attend this year. So pick one or come to both. Level Up You event in Vegas June 3rd through 5th or Embrace Your Ambition June 16th through 18th in Denver, Colorado. If you can make it happen, shoot me a DM and say Vegas or say Denver for either event, and I'll get you the information as well as a discount code because I highly encourage you to attend live events and uh, start networking and filling up that value cup. You want to be a better content creator? Consistently pour, uh, add to your value, add to your skill set every day, and then go teach it with your teach it to your audience. Share it, whether that's through humor, inspiration, or education. But you got to be adding it up. And the best way to add value to your cup, to your skill set, to your to your knowledge bank, is to attend live events. Better than anything else you can do. Even better than hanging out here on Clubhouse, guys. But uh, anyway. With that said, today is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it, and I encourage you to as well. Thank you, as always, for sharing the space with us, and uh, we'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the social media show will be here at 11 a.m. Monday, Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate you guys. Rock on. Have a blessed weekend. Happy Memorial Day, guys. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.